0: Hello, Husky fans. Welcome back to 4th and Inches of Husky podcast from Sports Illustrated Husky Maven channel. My name is Trevor Mueller and with me is Jake Grant and we're like James and Davis.
1: You switched it up on me. Yeah, I did. James and Davis. I don't know, man.
0: way outside of your wheelhouse.
1: (laughs) Is it smart? Because then yes. It's not smart.
0: (laughs) It's something you haven't watched since about 2008.
1: If it's not football and NASCAR, I mean, let's be
0: honest, I'm out. Two, think 2008. 2008. What haven't you watched since 2008? You went to the last game.
1: Oh, Sonics. Wrong. Yeah. Who, oh, Anthony Davis. There you go. I, I hate basketball so much. I know you do, <laughs> and it's okay. So bad,
0: thought I
1: was used to be good at it? Yeah, you were. You were pretty good. Um, I, was, I was all right. I dunked on you. I wish you wouldn't have said
0: that because it's not true, and you're lying. <laughs> it it's is three true. Straight I dunked years on you. Bands.
1: Don't be fooled. I dunked on track.
0: I've seen seen him dunk, but he never did it on me. Anyhow, (laughs) speaking of LeBron James and Anthony Davis, who, for your information, just won the NBA championship, we're talking Um, about the deepest and best position groups on the Huskies roster.
1: Is that a segue?
0: That is a segue. Um, Jake, let's start on the offensive side of the ball. Who is your deepest uh, room?
1: Uh, you know, honestly, I've I kind of went back and forth on this a little bit. Um, I really enjoy the quarterback room. I know there's only one quarterback on the field at one time, but there's so much talent there with Garbers and Morris and Sermon. And those are just the three headliners, right? You also have Kevin Thompson, you have Jaden There's, There's so much to be excited about with this quarterback room. It's 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 hard not to be excited about them. I think they all have, they're so different, but they're all so good. And, and I'm, I'm excited to watch whoever it is come out of that quarterback room as the starter progress. And obviously he's going to be a new starter and it's going to be hard at first, but once they, they gel and the game slows down for them, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And
0: you know, that's the thing. Like I remember, I can't even remember what year it was now when, Sermon and Yankoff came in in the same year and Washington, you know, had the highest rated quarterback room for the, uh, the class, which is great, but the reality is only one of them plays. Right. So um, it is a deep room and it's an interesting room because you got guys, like you said, with, you have Jacob Sermon, who's big with a huge arm on one end and then you have, uh, over here, more of the Jake Browning type in um, Dylan Morris. Dylan Morris. Yeah. Kevin he Thompson can move. And then, you know, Jaden Sheffy, he's uh, electric with his feet.
1: And, and I, that's kind of what I'm most excited for is to see if this offense uses those different kind of quarterbacks in different ways. Maybe, maybe put Jaden Sheffy out there in a wildcat formation with um, Sermon or whoever the starter is, Morris or Garber's. Um, put him out on the side, you know, on a wide receiver, and let's kind of confuse the defense a little bit and see if we can spark some magic, kind of like a Tui was before he started when he was sitting behind Brock, you would bring him in a special package and, and let, him, let him run.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it's funny that you say that because I think, you know, we talked about how USC shouldn't do that, and I you're think right. that if you do it, you're going to be pissed when you see it. <laughs> um, but it's a possibility.
1: Yeah.
0: Um who knows who's going to win and you know the guy I, I failed to mention was Ethan Garbers who went from kind of a was it, it was he recruited because Mark Redmond was his teammate well right. by the end of his senior year he was one of the best quarterbacks in the nation.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he impressed at the Elite 11s and you're seeing guys that were in his class uh I'm thinking of the kid from Oklahoma who just torched texas um rattling yeah um uh you know that's his competition and that's you know that's where he's at so he has talent as well uh it's one of those real i mean this entire episode is about good problems because you can only play a certain amount for you picking quarterback, you can only play one. Right. I mean, it's, it's an old adage, right? You have two quarterbacks, you have zero. So, I mean, here we go. Uh,
1: It's a good spot to
0: be in. It's still a scary spot to be in. It's never good to not know who your
1: quarterback is. Right. Right. That was the nice commodity. Commodity about Browning is knowing he's going to be there next year. So yeah. What about you, Trav? What's your deepest position, favorite position?
0: Uh, you know, you almost convinced me of the running back position right before we <laughs> started, uh, but that I'm going to hold the what? That was a tough toss-up. That is because that is that room is really, really good. Yeah, um, I There's some really talented players that have seen experience, and we've seen what they can do. But there's also um, some young guys who have a ton of potential. Um, I actually forgot the name Sam Adams till you said it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah.
1: Oops, about you.
0: Yeah, holy cow! So yeah. uh, I'm not going to pick the running backs. I'm going to go with uh, the wide receiver room, um, and and it's headlined by two guys who, in a in, in just a couple of years, I think will be playing on Sundays, and that's um, Puka Nakua. Uh, I think Terrell Bynum has a future as a really good possession yeah, receiver. Maybe. Ty Jones, from all the accounts, is back 100% looking good, finally wearing a number in the 80s and not in the 20s. So, you know, and that's the top three. Um, Some of the guys out of camp that they've heard some – that there's been some really good reports about um, is Roma Dunze has been playing really, really well, and Austin Osborne. Jalen. Yep. And and yeah. And then you have Jalen McMillan and you have Marcus Spiker. Uh, yeah. Jordan Chin can make big plays. Right. And then a guy that people kind of forget about is uh, Taj, Taj Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a really good athlete himself. I think he was the only receiver taken in his, um, in his class. And, you know, he was, he wasn't necessarily the highest rated player but you know he has some top end talent as um as a guy that can really do some work for
1: them this year yeah i i think he's going to be hard hard fetched to find the field this year just because of the amount that we just talked about you know I, i think it's going to be hard for jordan chin to find the field really you know i last year he came off the bench as kind of a special deep threat guy and he made a couple of plays but really it's it's going to be hard for him to find consistent time with the amount of depth. And if Puka stays healthy, you know, that's the, the biggest question. Puka and Ty Jones, if those guys both stay healthy, they're going to see a bulk, a heavy bulk of the, the throws coming their way.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. And that's the thing is is how many guys are actually going to be in the rotation. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the question for I think your top three, unless there's something crazy that happens, we kind of know who the top three are going to be as long as they as long as Ty Jones stays healthy. And, and of yeah. course, Puka, that four through six who see a lot of the field, who are those guys going to be? And that's why I think it's just such a deep group.
1: Yeah, well, and, and another thing, too, that I kind of want to touch up on real quick is um years past it was hard to get more than two or three guys regularly regular playing time under a Chris Peterson offense you know you always had like last year you had Fuller and Bocelli until Bocelli really started messing up and the fans were clamoring for for Puka yeah but are they gonna try to spread the depth a little bit more between these seven guys that are super talented right I, I know personally I want to
0: yeah, and part of that is as Chris Peterson said that, you know, he's it takes guys a while to get into his system. And right. they're thinking instead of playing. So that's why you saw Puka come on later. Terrell Bynum emerged as a as a really, really good yeah. target for Eason.
1: Bynum's um, gotta be that third guy, doesn't he?
0: Oh yeah. I I mean I, I pencil him in as that starting slot receiver. Yeah. Um so I almost like to see Bynum
1: on the outside and put Puka as the, as the slot guy, but I mean, I think, that's the thing you can do. I think, I think his hands are so good that it, he would be the perfect, I mean, he's a bigger guy, but I think his hands as a short down guy is, is going to be so good for them. I, but who knows? I mean, really the possibilities are endless with this wide receiver realm. And I think you're right. I think it's a really fun group to talk about.
0: Yeah.
1: And that yeah. conversation yeah. can go on for hours, really. Mm-hmm. you know i mean we've talked about it there's there's the, the possibilities with this room the packages that you could have you could you could you could run an entire series with three guys and then turn around in the next series and have a completely different set of talent out there and and, and it would create havoc for defenses
0: yeah and the skill sets again kind of like the quarterback room are different and uh right. it's going to be up to uh you know, the buck stops at Jimmy Lake, but it's going to be up to these coaching staff to yeah. put those guys in that position to be successful. Right. There's a ton right. of
1: time there. Personal so, groupings, man.
0: Yep. So let's move over to the defensive side of the ball again. Um, this is why I'm so high on Washington is I wouldn't disagree with you on three of the four position groups. If you chose them. <laughs> right. um, and, and the third group, the only reason I say, you know, that that fourth group that I don't think is as strong top to bottom is so the, outside of the, off- quarterback. <laughs> the, the outside linebacker where there's a lot of talent, but it's just maybe not as deep as some of the other ones. So yeah, Jake, why don't you go ahead and take it away? And uh, what's your top group on the defensive side of the ball?
1: I I like those inside linebackers a lot, man. I know this is where we struggled last year. Um, honestly, I forgot the, na- the name of the guy that started for us last year that everybody couldn't stand because it was like 2020. I think I blocked him out of my of my brain. Who yeah. was that?
0: Uh, so it was Brandon Wellington. and oh, the other guy. <laughs>
1: you have the same problem that I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody wants to remember him, and it was too bad because he uh, – he was in the system for a long time. Five Later years in the turn, system. Yeah, and, and it just didn't it didn't work out for him. Mike Martin
0: made a really comment at the beginning of COVID when he see it, said he had been practicing social distancing for 2019.
1: Yeah, that it hurts. But with the with the departures of Wellington and the other guy, <laughs> <just> <laughs> nobody remembers. It's going to bug me. Um, I'm figuring
0: it out, don't you worry. Are you
1: going to figure it out? Yeah. With Okay, I'm going to keep going though. Yep. Calvert, Haimouli, Uli, Sermon, Tafisi, you. I mean, the list goes on and on and on as far as ta- talent and depth at the linebackers. And I tend to pick a, a, a position that – like the quarterback, you only had one starter. And the middle the middle linebackers, you only got two starters. But the nice thing about inside linebackers is as the game goes on, you can rotate a little bit. And that's what I think they're going to do. You know, Jackson Sermon, he's a big, thumping kid, man. That kid can hit. And he was fun to watch near the goal line last year because he laid down some lumber, mm-hmm. you know, where you have the cal- the Calvert. That's kind of the quarterback of – and he played quarterback in high school. And I think that's where he gets a lot of his quarterback play on the defensive side is that he has the ability to lead a team to know exactly where everybody needs to be. And I think, you know, Haimuli, he's kind of a big thumping kid too. His nickname's The Hammer. You know, he, he's going to be fun to watch, man. There's a there's lafushio running around all over the field last year, kind of being that Ben Burke Urban type of player where he was always at the right place at the right time. So I'm excited to see what the coaches deem the best for this defense. to I think and usually inside linebackers are kind of your driving force. You know, they're, they're the first ones to the run gaps. They're, you know, the first ones, the first pass defense line. But I think that you're going to have to pair your inside linebackers with the talent in your secondary and who best accompanies that secondary. And, and that's what I think they're going to have to base that decision on.
0: Yeah, and you know that's um, with the system that Pete Kwiatkowski and and Jimmy Lake run. uh, The middle linebackers, especially that the um, the middle linebacker uh, Mm -hmm. is a uh, is the tackle maker, right? Yeah. So, um, and when I look at this this Ross, like this this position group, the name was called Kyler Manu. By the way, yeah, yeah. So. you know, those two, unfortunately, uh, didn't didn't work well. Um, but you look at this group, and you're like, okay, they struggled last year. You have some unproven guys. You have some guys. Jackson Sermon got much better as the season went. Yeah. Lucio exploded onto the field once he saw time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but then you have some other guys that you mentioned, like Josh Calvert, Daniel Haimouli, who their ceilings are just through the roof, but we right. don't know what they look like yet, right?
1: Mick, Mickey Ayu, man. That kid's yep. got lightning feet, you know, and it just, it's one of those things, man. Is there's just not enough time yep. on the field for all of the talent that we brought in.
0: And you know what? After rewatching uh, high school tape, the one who, who really can jump out at you is MJ Tafisi. He is so yeah. fast.
1: I know, and,
0: and so you know we'll see. It is a it is a very talented group, and it could yeah. it should be a strength this year.
1: Yeah, for sure. Let me get let me guess what you're gonna pick. Okay. Safety. Defensive backs in general. <laughs> no, you, no, 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 no. You can't do that because you made me pick between the middle and the outside linebackers, and I did. So now pick between the corners and the safeties.
0: Okay. So that's not fair, but I'll do that's it. No, it's not fair. because they, they, they are so interchangeable, but Come okay, on. fine. I'll go, I'll go with <laughs> your, 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 whatever. Um, let's stay with, oh man, that makes it harder though.
1: <laughs> the safeties, the safeties are so good. No, man. The second year, second year for Turner, for Cam, I mean,
0: uh... With Julius Irvin behind them.
1: That's tough. Yeah, but you know
0: what? If you're going to force me to do it, I'm going to go defensive backs because I can mention more names. Uh, or, I'm sorry, the cornerback position.
1: There you go. That's it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, on who knows where they're going to play, so I'm just going to throw out who I think are going to be the three starters, sure. and then the guys are going to be behind them. Sure. And, of course, you have to start... Um, with elijah molden um, he's he 's the best cover corner that this program has put out, uh, and that 's saying a lot for who 's come that's, through
1: that's aggressive
0: it is, and uh, my prediction is and we 're in the prediction business because we 're a bunch of hacks um, he 's going to be the highest uh, the highest draft pick um, of the 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 new look washington defense. For an undersized
1: offense. guy, man. That's pretty impressive.
0: Yep. well, as the NFL keeps going to uh throw throw throw, guys like him who can cover the ball are going to be really really uh, valuable. Yeah. Yeah. So, um I I was actually surprised that he decided to come back. I'm I'm obviously Happy. ecstatic that he did.
1: Right.
0: But um, that one, uh, that one was a bit, is a big deal. So we'll start there. Um, he's the best slot corner in the league. He could be the best inside linebacker in the league as well. Um, just with the way that he comes up, he's, I mean, he lays he's, the lumber, he, man, for a cornerback.
1: What's yeah. that? He lays the lumber for a cornerback.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he's not a safety like Buddha was, but Buddha played up close to the line like uh, Elijah will. That's why there, there's some fluidity there, but. Yep. he's, he's, he's the next version of Buda Baker.
1: Sure.
0: Um, then you go to Kyler Gordon, who the last couple, the last year he was by far the best um, special teams player. Uh, he got picked on a little bit, but you saw how athletic he was. And now coming into his soft is red uh, redshirt sophomore year. I think he's going to be uh, an outside guy. That's just going to dominate. So you
1: heard, you've heard about his athleticism. He's the most athletic guy on the team. Oh, just yeah. oh, yeah. Putting it together.
0: Yep. Gotta um, do it. Of course, then, uh, so there's really top four. Then you have Trent McDuffie, who, you know, he's – He likes out. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, on the outside. I mean, he's Byron Murphy. Um, he He's a ball hawk. He, he's the one that gets a lot of the uh, the interceptions – um, he plays on that left side uh, uh, of the formation, so he's usually matched up against the best receiver. Mm-hmm. And then another guy who I think is going to be the guy that's going to rise up in the draft this year is Keith Taylor. <laughs> right, yeah. 6'3",
1: 200
0: pounds, a really good cover guy. He he's he still has he still hasn't gotten a. a, a an interception, but he's such a good cover guy and it'll come this year.
1: Do you not put Keith Taylor as your your number one receiver uh, corner? Uh, I,
0: you know, I, it's, it's either him on the outside. Yeah. He's going to be one of the starting on the outside. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, it's going to be,
1: you know, really, those those top four guys are spectacular, but he also brought in some talent with uh Covington, Jacoby Covington, and yeah. and um, uh, and uh, you have Dominic uh,
0: Hampton who saw time last year as well.
1: Spears, who Spears, he's not here yet. Oh, you're right, his next year, yep. But, but uh, you know, that's there's talent, there's talent there that probably. I mean, really, that is probably the best position person for person on this defense. I mean, maybe on the entire roster, really.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you talk about those four, especially, that I named. Um, I wouldn't be surprised in a couple years, all of them are on NFL rosters.
1: For sure. I, I agree
0: 100%. That's what this program does, though. And, you know, these guys were all recruited by position coach Jimmy Lake. And Jimmy Lake takes guys that he thinks he can get to the league. Yep. So, I mean, and, and yeah, that's why. And talking about this group's especially the corners and the safeties.
1: Yeah,
0: how are teams gonna find ways to get the ball downfield? I mean,
1: th- you just gotta hope that you're, you you know the defensive line can't get any pressure. That's what you're yeah. hoping for. You're you're max protecting, and you're just hoping coverage breaks down at some point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what you have to do. But you know the. The thing is, this this roster – I wouldn't have argued with you if you said defensive line. I mean, right. that's that's where we're at is they're so talented.
1: The nice part about having those corners is the fact that it frees up your safeties to be kind of ball hawks. You yeah. know, you, for the most part, they're, they took a little bit of step back last year with la- allowing passes farther down the field. They haven't right. done that Early in the season. years. Right, especially early in the season, but as these cornerbacks mature a little bit, you know, like you mentioned, the Kyler Gordon, you know, the the McDuffies, and and those younger guys that are coming up and that are learning this defense, when they don't allow guys to get behind them, and those safeties are just allowed to come up and force the issue, and especially if there's pressure on the quarterback, that's going to be scary. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So there you have it. Those are our, uh, those are our choices. Um, you know, you can let us know in the comment section, if you disagree with us, if you think it's another one, or if you agree with us,
1: (laughs) we always like agrees, man.
0: (laughs) Exactly. All right. That'll do it for fourth and inches of Husky podcast. Go dogs. Go dogs.